Hey everyone, you're listening to On the House with Spartan, an ad-free podcast brought to you by a full-service turnkey company. I'm your host, Lindsay Davis, CEO and co-founder of Spartan Invest. On this show, we talk about all things real estate, from market patterns, industry insight, construction, property management, and other investment avenues. We hope you'll join as we dive into today's episode of On the House with Spartan. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Now, on our last episode, we talked pretty extensively about our leasing process at Atlas Rental Property, which is the property management company of Spartan Invest. And today I have got Mary-Kate Miller, who is our leasing manager, joining us for uh, another dive into that process. Welcome, Mary-Kate. Thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. Yeah, we're really excited to to talk a lot about this, especially uh, given the, you know, just the volatile increases that rental rates have seen. I mean, we really want to talk a lot about this. So uh, tell us just really quick, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience and history with uh, Spartan Invest. Yeah. um, So I actually started in August of 2020 um, in the investor relations uh, manager position. So I got to you know, work with 100 or so investors, uh, managing their portfolio, making sure that they were cash flowing uh, and making sure that it was a good investment for them. Um, And so just recently in April, moved into the leasing manager position um, and really have been enjoying it so far. Great. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. And so coming from working exclusively with our investors, and we're going to have a couple of episodes on our investor relations specialists and what that role looks like and how that benefits our investors. We'll talk about that later, but tell us, you know, kind of how you've been able to take that experience and working closely with our investor clients and then taking the, that experience and making it beneficial on the, in the leasing manager role. Yeah. Um, I really loved starting out in investor relations. I think it was crucial, honestly, for my success in this company. Um, I really got to build great relationships with my investors and really get to understand, really got to understand what they were looking for, what they wanted out of this investment. Um, and it really has informed, you know, my entire way of kind of going about this company. And I think that's Spartan. We are really customer focused. We want to make sure that, um, we are providing the best product and um, best services. And so I think really getting to be on the ground with um, my investors, seeing what the day-to-day looks like in property management was just really crucial. Um, and I really got to see like what was important for them. Um, you know, I thought coming into it that what would be most important to investors is just that they were cash flowing and it was a good investment. But I really got to see that um, not only do they want to cash flow, obviously, but they wanted to provide a really good home for our tenants. Um, and I think that has been so has been so crucial in the property management side and knowing that our investors really do care. You know, they want this to be a good investment for their family, for their for them, but they also um, want to provide good homes. Also in that, I really got to see that um, rent is really, you know, the primary way of cash flowing, obviously, in rental properties. Um, And so I really got to see day to day, like how important that is, not just, you know, having a good rent based on, you know, kind of your expenses, but also that making sure you had tenants who actually paid that rent, right? I can get a $500 increase on rent all day long, but if a tenant can't afford it, um, it really does make a difference. Yeah, Mary-Kate, that's a really good point. And that is something that we do want our investors to know is that we pride ourselves in providing 
providing not only good turnkey real estate investments for our investors, but also good rental homes because these are families that are renting these. We do not want to be slumlords. Um, we were we work really hard to make sure that we're providing good homes for our tenants. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for bringing that up. So we we talked, uh, Mary Kay. We talked a lot last episode, right? We went pretty in depth in our leasing process and exactly what we do kind of got in really, you know, the, the weeds with it. And so I, I won't do that now, but benchmarking with other property management companies, what's, what have you seen? I know you've done just such a, a huge dive into, uh, you know, the, our leasing process versus other property management companies processes, how we can improve our processes. And what have you found the biggest differences between other property management companies and how they lease up their properties versus uh, Atlas rental property? Yeah. I mean, across the board, um, obviously automation is becoming a huge part of most companies and we're seeing a huge shift in virtual leasing, but there's also a lot of scams on the rise in leasing. And so having real people is extremely important. Um, and that's a really big difference with us. Um, we really want, um, we do virtual leasing. We do as much automation as we can, but we don't want to take the people out of that. We think it's really crucial. Um, and we really have an incredible team of leasing agents that they work extremely hard. I know they're working all the time to lease properties. Um, they're extremely competitive. Um, they're go-getters um, and they truly are just killing it um, and getting our houses leased as quickly as possible. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I, I've definitely seen that. You know, that was a trend that we saw prior to COVID. Right. We saw a lot of property management companies kind of going more towards the e-boxes, the virtual uh, showings. But man, COVID really, really pushed that forward. Yeah. So I think offering the in-person, uh, you know, the in-person agent really sets, helps sets us apart. But we also cater to those who, you know what, I'm good. I don't need to talk to a person, <laughs> you know, like we're, exactly. we're, we're touching both. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So with just the drastic changes in the rental rates. And we've definitely seen it. Uh, Our markets, which are Birmingham, Tuscaloosa, Montgomery, Huntsville, Chattanooga, Tennessee, um, those markets have historically been, they've, they've been steady, slow increasers in rent, same as appreciation and that they will increase over time, but they're not going to have those drastic increases. Well, I mean, out the state of Alabama just hit an average rental rate of over $2,000 for the first time ever, you know, two or three weeks ago in the summer of, you know, 2022. So uh, tell us how you're analyzing these rents. You want to make sure that we're pricing them competitively, but also making sure that they stay occupied and we get Mm -hmm. as much uh, return on investment and cash flow for our investors. So talk about how you're analyzing these rents and viewing these comparables. Yeah. Um, So obviously we've been in this business for a couple of years. We have over 1700 rental properties right now. Um, And so we have a lot of internal data. We can kind of see how fast the property rented in what area. And so we're constantly looking at that. Um, But as the market has been shifting, um, just like you mentioned, we also are kind of looking at what our competitors are doing. Um, And I think it's been um, really crazy to watch prices increase in Alabama, you know, Two years ago, we would never have expected to be able to get the rents that we are now. Um, But prices are up kind of all across the board. So increasing that rents is crucial. Um, But, you know, we're looking at, you know, 
Zillow, all those different places and kind of comparing features, like if a house has a garage or backyard, um, we're comparing it to other properties. Um, and it really has been interesting to watch other rental properties. Um, we've seen some rental properties really overpricing in this market. And I think just what you said, Lindsay, um, I think it's so important. Um, we can increase that market rent above we can increase that rent over market rate, um, but it may sit on the market for three months. Um, and honestly, that's just not worth the expense of vacancy. Vacancies are really expensive, not just in terms of not having a tenant, but you know who knows what's happening during your property when it's not constantly you know having a tenant living in there. Um, so we really want to kind of see what other people are doing and really price competitively, comparatively. Right. That that is very important. You're right. There is a lot of cost associated with vacant properties. So yes, you may sit it on the market and you you're trying to shoot for an extra what hundred dollars or something like that or two hundred even. And if you know if it's if it's overpriced, the the market in Alabama has not shifted as much to where people are going to pay. $2,000 for a rental property in Hayden and in Odenville. Mm -hmm. And we know these markets, right? So, but just for our listeners, those are areas that are a little bit more rural. They've got good school districts, but they're on the outskirts of Birmingham. So those type areas, I mean, you're just not going to get what you're going to be able to get in, in our A plus areas in downtown Birmingham, like your Mountain Brook and Vestavia. So, um, so making sure that you get that right now, what are some of the steps that we do at Spartan and at Atlas Rental Property to make sure we get that right? I know you talked about the comparables, but internally, what does that process look like to make sure that we price our rental rates accurately? Yeah. So, um, you know, we're looking, like I mentioned, we're looking at historical data and we're also using comparables. Um, we're looking at our days to deposit and just kind of as a company, we're constantly tracking um, our KPIs, making sure that we're on target. Um, we're really paying attention to those days to deposit and how long it's sitting on the market. Um, and because my leasing agents are out in the field and they know their territories, they're able to kind of communicate like, hey, this rent could be too high or, hey, we could actually get this rent price up from what I'm seeing. Um, and so I think having kind of our finger on the pulse um, and having our agents out in the field as constantly as they are, I think it's just crucial for us to make sure that, you know, we're doing this right because they're able to get real-time feedback. Right. And so and one thing about our process that is very unique and very time-consuming, but I do want to talk about it a, a little bit. And I spoke about it in our acquisitions process and in those episodes. So I talked a little bit about it there, but I want to hear about it from your side and that, you know, how important we think that getting the rental rate is because when we're presenting these properties to investors. We're saying, hey, this is the rent you're going to get. And that determines what your cash flow and your rate of return is going to get. So it's very important. But before we buy any property, before Spartan actually ever purchases it, you get to see it and you get to put the stamp of approval on the rental rate. So how do you, you know, how do you go about that? Like with, cause I, I know I'm in those meetings too, and I'm pushing you to push those rents, right? <laughs> right. Like we, we want to push, but you know, tell me about it from, from your side on, on evaluating those. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, that is um, a really fun um, part of my job, just kind of getting to predict um, what it's looking like and what um, we can get rents for. So um, on the acquisition side, um, we just want to make sure that we are selling an honest product to our investors, right? So I think we have a really great balance between our acquisitions and leasing team because acquisitions, they're going to try to get really good houses and they're going to try to you know get rents right. Um, and we're going to constantly balance each other out. Um, and it's actually pretty cool right now, just houses coming out of construction um, in 2022, 63% of them are renting above the rent price that we're selling to our investors. Um, Yeah. Yeah, man, that's great. (laughs) It really is. So, you know, we obviously like, we want to, we want to kind of price that well so that we're at what we're selling is is really what's actually happening um, in the rental market. And so it really increases our investors profit. And like I mentioned, like being on seeing kind of the impact that um, what we're selling to investors, seeing it actually play out and actually happening, I think is um, really important. Yeah. So we have our own terminology, right? We call our quote pro formas, investment property descriptions, you know, we call them IPDs, but just for our listeners, the, so that's 63% of our investors when they view their pro forma uh, right before they put a property under contract. So 63% of those investors have seen a higher rental rate than we have told them on that pro forma. Is that, that's the data Mm -hmm. that you just shared? Man, that is, that is awesome. And that is more money in our investors pocket. That's huge. And I know Mm -hmm. on our IPDs, we always try to undershoot we always try to say, okay, well, you know, secretly, I think we can get 995 for this, but we're going to put 950 just to err on the side of caution because we don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. We're always trying to do the reverse. Um, so, how often do we get it right, though? You know, so we know 63% are over. How often are we like right on the money and how often do we miss? Yeah. So, right now we um, were about 6%. Um, kind of on the other end, kind of at the bottom of that rent range, um, which I just think is awesome. I think we're doing a really great job in terms of what we're selling to investors. Right. And so when you're looking at that rent range and on our IPD and on our pro, you know, quote, pro formas, we give a range. We say, hey, this is what a must rent must rent is. And this is based on this is what all the calculations are based on for your cash flow. But here's also a range that, hey, we're we are really, really positive that we can get it in this range. But, you know, here's the quote must rent. So um, 6% of the time we're below that must rent. That's, hey, that that looks, that sounds beautiful. That sounds great. Uh, great job. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good data for our investors to know so they can accurately evaluate their rental investment. You know, you've got 63% of the time that we're over that must rent. So they can take that into consideration. So how are you pushing with these rental rates increasing the way that they are? How are you slash Atlas uh, pushing the rental rates as we see tenants move? Yeah, um, that's a great question. So right now in Alabama, we're seeing about a 13% increase in rent just across the board. Um, Right now, Atlas, we're averaging about a 14% increase. Um, Just last week, we had two rents increased by $300 a month, um, which over a year, that's an extra $3,600, which is just crazy 
crucial for our investments. Um, we're also seeing um, our data deposit is about 22, but honestly, that's a little bit inflated because when we release our new construction houses, we're going to keep it at the top of the rent range. Um, we release it before we close and before our owners actually um, own them for the most part. And so we're going to actually keep them at the top of the rent range for as long as possible until that property is closed. And even we're going to give it a little bit more time because we really do want to rent it as high as possible because um, that's really that's really important for our investors. Man, that's that's really good information for our investors to hear in that, hey, while Spartan owns the property before we sell it to you, before we close, we are keeping it at the top end of the rent range to make to try to get as much money as possible, right? We're not trying to, we're not trying to hurry up and get that lease, you know, to, to get our occupancy up. What is our occupancy, by the way? I think it's over 96% right now. Um, I know it's awesome. That's great. I love that life. Um, so we're we're always looking for ways to help investors. And there's so many processes and, and services that we've developed in the the last few years that have helped. But what are what are some kind of future things you see coming down the line that you're working on to to help with our investor clients? So yeah, something I'm really excited about, um, and we've been watching this happen with other rental properties, is rent protection. Um, and so we've been doing a lot of research. Obviously, we don't want to bring on something new to our property management side if we don't really believe in it and think it's going to be successful. Um, so we've been doing a lot of research into co-signing companies, um, companies who um, offer rent protection. Essentially, it's the idea, it's, it's an insurance company that protects our investors from tenants who default. Um, and so it's kind of determined by the tenant and their credit score, financial history, um, and it's completely paid for by the tenant. Um, and then these insurance companies will, if a tenant does default, um, if that happens, these tenants will cover rent for a certain period of time and even cover vacancy in periods. Um, and I just think that's hugely important. The more um, important and the more um, the more protection that we can offer to our investors, because um, even though we want to increase rents, um, you know, inevitably in rental in property management, we're going to see tenants default, unfortunately. I wish we didn't live in that world, but we do. Um, right. And so ways that we can protect our investors, I think is is crucial. And so I'm really excited about this. We're working on finite, finalizing some relationships with certain companies um, to actually make this happen. So nothing yet officially, but it is something that is very heavily in the works. Yes. I mean, we've we've seen, like you said, we've seen a lot of other single family property management companies offer stuff like this. It does increase you know, the the price to our investors, right? So it'll decrease their cash flow, but it does offer a little bit more security and, and safety. And so coming out of, you know, an eviction moratorium, I can definitely see where that might be beneficial, where the, you know, I know we've talked about it, but the federal government just says, hey, guess what? Tenants, you don't have to pay. So that is, you know, having that extra cushion and that extra protection, I can definitely see the value add there. So speaking of, you know, rent protection. What are we? What do we do to attract those tenants that will um, stay and pay? I guess if you want to say that. But like, how do? How are we getting those particular um, applicants? 
Yeah. So um, obviously we would love if all of our tenants pay and stay. That's the, that's what we want. Um, that's the dream, so, right? <laughs> that is the dream. Um, so the screening process obviously is very important. I think like we mentioned that relationship process, that building on the front end is really important. I mean, our tenants, they, they love our leasing agents. Um, but I really think, I really think good tenants, they look for good property management um, companies. So I think the best way that we can attract tenants is just continuing to build a reputation in Alabama and Tennessee, that we're going to take care of our tenants um, and that we're going to provide good housing. Um, and so I think, you know, we can do as much as, you know, raise rent, uh, make sure that we're doing collections processes and having all those processes, but really we want to offer a good service. Mary-Kate, thank you so much for all of this. It's a lot of information, but it's really, really great. And and we I know we've talked about it before, but these episodes are to um, really showcase kind of our internal processes so investors can learn as much as possible because most of our investors are purchasing turnkey properties from us sight unseen. So we want to give as much information out there as we possibly can. What is, to, to wrap us up, what is the the leasing advice that you would leave for our investors? What's that, what's that one little tidbit of advice you'd give them? Yeah. So I would say, and I, we've kind of talked about this, but I think working on the investor side, um, I would sometimes see some of my investors really get overzealous with rent increases. Um, they would want to, you know, increase rent a lot, maybe lose a tenant. That was a really good tenant, um, because they want to see a big increase in rent. And while we want to increase profits, we don't want to do it at the expense of vacancies and unaffordable rent. So I think shoot for the stars, um, but definitely not at the expense of, you know, a good tenant or, um, unaffordable rent. Right. I, I, gosh, I, nail and head right there, Mary Kay. Thank you. Because that is a hundred percent accurate. And that personally, you know, me and my husband, we also, we practice what we preach. We have a rental portfolio and we have kept these same tenants at the same rate. They have had 1250 rent for a property that we own for the last six years. And they are, they pay on time every single month we could increase it. We could. We could really shoot for the stars because it's a newer home. We we bought it new construction. So we could really, really push that rental rate right now. But why do we want to lose that tenant? Why do we want them to move out? Why, you know, they take great care of the property that if it's only a 911 if we ever hear from them and it's like, hey, their HVAC's gone out or something like that, <laughs> you know, that they just they they handle all of the maintenance, they take great care of the lawn. Why? Would we push them out, have to kind of do a re-renovation to the property to release it up on, you know, a kind of a coin flip on whether or not the next tenant is going to be as great. So, yeah, I think I think trusting that if, if the tenant has been good and been paying on time and is a reliable tenant, yes, push the rent, but don't push it. $300. I think that's such, such good information to for our investors to hear because the, the cost of the vacancy, the cost of the move out, especially right now with labor and construction costs, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. So yeah, that's great advice. Mary Kay, thank you so much for joining us. Ah, thank you for having me. Um, so glad get to kind of share a little bit more about the leasing, what the leasing team does. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to learn more, check us out online at SpartanInvest.com. Until next time, this is On the House with Spartan.